Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. We're back in the Talk of the Town studio for another conversation, a different conversation. Our friend Bethel Balgi back in. Uh, normally you're with us with the Mankato Symphony Orchestra. Yes, yeah. Usually I'm here talking about that, but I'm here for uh, wearing a different hat uh, as artistic director of the Pro Musica Music Minnesota series and also the festival. Tell me about what Pro Musica is, and I don't know, at what time do you want to invite our guest into this conversation? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a chamber music series, and it's something that uh, was a brainchild of mine, you know, a number of years ago. Uh, we started out with a series in New Ulm, and uh, have it's now blossomed into this festival, uh, which has been going, this will be the fifth year of the festival. Um, and it's um, concerts that are of a chamber music genre, which means small groups of musicians that get get together, mm-hmm. and we play real vibrant music of classical composers. And it's different than the huge symphony, right? Because we have um, people who come to our concerts can see the musicians really up close and doing soloistic type music. It's like three, four, five soloists playing together. You know, right. At, it's at it's almost level. like a difference if you're watching a band versus like an acoustic performance. It's like personal. It's very personal. It, that's a good way to say it. Right. It's it's acoustic. It's personal. And um, seeing people up close and uh, the vibrancy of it all. And then there's an idea of the friendship between and the connections that are made between musicians as friends and as musicians. But there's they also kind of pull the audience into the conversation and the friendship circle, if you want to call it that, of performing, which is what you get, you know, if you think of a improv jazz or something. That right. It's sort of like that, except it's not improv. It's uh, a lot of reacting to each other with stylistic things that come out in the music. Depending yeah, being on able playing. to feel and read each other yes. and, and where you're going yeah. and when we need to be soft or loud or yeah, you know, where we're yeah. going. With. And it's like many, many layers of that. It's Mm -hmm. hard hard to even put into words because you react in the moment or the instant. And I think for those that aren't musicians, being able to watch that, and you can experience it even if you have never played. Um, You'll be able to feel it. You'll be able to experience it. Exactly, yeah. Especially being that close up and being able to watch whether it's fingers or, you know, uh, expressions on faces. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, fun for the audience, orally and visually. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, energy-wise, too. Well, you said um, the connections between the musicians. Let's talk about our guest that's yeah, in with us yeah. today. We've got Benji, uh, Benji Inniger. Um, Benji, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to be in the role of ex- executive director here. Yeah, of course. So um, I've been with Pro Musica in some form for about five years now, I, I think. And so I started as I'm um, just kind of helping out here and there. And then um, a position was created. That's called, what happened. I know. I know. It sucks <laughs> you in. And here we are still five years later. So, um, But uh, yeah, I was concert manager to start with. And it was a, it was a different kind of vibe uh, then because we were still under the sponsorship of of Martin Luther College and Bethany Lutheran College for the festival. Um, but then when um, our organization became our own nonprofit four years ago, then then at that time I stepped in as an executive director. And um, it was a very, very good fit because, um, as you mentioned, Bethel and I you know, work uh, together quite often. We work together even before Pro Musica, um, both being uh, faculty at Bethany Lutheran College. Um, and so we knew each other and, um, and kind of had a, just a vocabulary of working together 
that's only expanded over a couple of years. And now, of course, it's completely confusing because I because <laughs> I also work at the Mankato Symphony as the director of operations, and so that, hey, that's so why. Wait a minute! It's like she's your yeah. boss in one capacity, and you're her. Like. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's it's a pretty wacky scenario, and so we confuse ourselves sometimes, even. But uh, I usually um, like to to ask these questions of musicians that are are in studio with me. Um, I have very limited musical experience. You know, I like band up until 12th grade. Bethel knows this. Um, but uh, what what drew you to music? Like, sure. Take me back to when you were little. And yeah, what, did you, yeah. what did you play and how did you get involved? Sure. Well, I've always been a nerdy music kid. I've been playing piano since I was four years old. I started and, um, and started guitar shortly after that. And so um, I'm very much a dabbler. Um, and so like I'm, I'm not, you know, even close to the level of musicians that those with whom I get to work, you know, for these performances, which is really fun and exciting. But um, I love to dabble in a lot of instruments. I guess I'd fancy myself more of a composer uh, these okay. days. And so I compose for theater productions and video games and films and just kind of whatever wow. I get my hands on. So. Um, that, that's, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I started, uh, my undergraduate as a music major, but then kind of found a niche writing music for theater. And so I ended up doing quite a bit of theater. I've been, um, working uh, graduated from Bethany and have been working there for probably close to 20 years now, okay. um, in the theater department. And, um, but yeah, it's always been kind of this, this hard to define bridge between music and theater and just the performing arts and in general so yeah. are you at a spot where you do what you love you love what you do and is it work yeah and, and for me I, I love the variety you know and yeah. so like um every day is so completely different some day is very you know feels very administrative some days feels very creative and then everything in between and so um you know just kind of piecing together this career from all these you know different weird right. little projects is is exciting and i, I enjoy it so you come together on this, and it sounds like you've kind of been together since, like, the inception of Pro Musica. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. And so yeah. uh, you've been able to see things change and grow. Mm -hmm. And what's the most exciting thing for both of you? I think we're both learning a lot all the time because around the same time, Bethel started as executive director of, of Mankato Symphony. Um, and, um, and that was a new kind of position for her and definitely a new kind of position for me in Pro Musica. And so we've been kind of tackling the learning of all of these things together and, <laughs> right. and it's so nice to have that sounding board where we're in a very similar spot for a lot of the things that you know any artistic nonprofit needs to deal with and so um yeah just all the learning all the connections and and stuff that we're making along the way and figuring out how to solve problems has been yeah it's been really interesting yeah yeah i mean for me as a musician uh, the most exciting is you know performing mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. working with some really uh, amazing musicians yeah. And uh, connecting with new people that I meet in our audience. And I could say that about MSO, too. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I meet really wonderful people. And I have the best people to work with, too, like Benji and others. And it's not work so, then, so right? It's not work. <laughs> yeah. it's perfect. You're doing what you love to do. Um, when you are a, a performer... Um, are you constantly looking for places to perform? Like, which ways? I mean, does it does something like this, the festival, come about because I want to perform? Yeah, I want to perform, and I want others to perform with me. Let's create the festival. Is that a kind of well? Yeah, that's another exciting part of this whole thing because it's been an evolution okay. since we started. It was me. I was like, oh, I want to perform with this person, this person, and I make those arrangements, invite them, and they come and 
play and willing to play with me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it's kind of grown from that because you're a wonderful pianist. <laughs> I mean, people people might not have remembered that, but yeah. But yeah. Well, thank you. And um, and where it's grown, where uh, some musicians are asking me to perform with them, and, <gasps> and we're branching oh. out a little bit. So we're have traveled to, um, you know, Lakeville, and and other places around the Twin Cities to perform as well. And so that's been an exciting growth and and just to continue you know when you perform with a certain group of musicians i play with different groups um mm-hmm. but you it, form this bond and a relationship and when you come back season after season or concert after concert it's so becomes so intuitive the the connections between you it's um even if you haven't seen or played with each other since then yes right it's because just like you know, pick up where you left off yeah exactly and and we trust each other that's yeah. part of it there's a lot of trust Oh, yeah. going to because we don't always have a lot of time to rehearse. Like maybe two times and then we're performing. And right, and you're rehearsing on your own and then come together to go. Is there just, ever a point in time where you're like, oh, I didn't know that was going to sound like that? Oh, yeah, or, and yeah. You, have to, you have to fix it right away because yeah. <laughs> you don't have a lot of time. And that's why it helps to know the people going in. It's such an interesting conversation to have for those that don't live in that realm, but we all enjoy and we can all enjoy that music. Um, so thanks for bringing the festival. We should talk a little bit about that. Uh, the, the festival is coming up. Now, we're doing this interview a week early because we want people to know and get it on their calendars that starting on the 8th next right. week, right. Um, yeah. they're going to be able to attend this here in Mankato. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we have the festival is made up of three concerts. And the first one, like you said, on the 8th uh, is called June Twilight. And our musicians are uh, two uh, of the top uh, musicians from the Minnesota Orchestra, Susie Park is a first associate concert master and Silver Ainomai. She's Australian. He's Estonian. Silver Ainomai plays oh. cello and he's the associate uh, principal cellist with the orchestra. And I just have to mention, I've heard them perform yesterday with the orchestra uh, at a concerto oh. uh, Thursday morning. And it was um, so amazing. They just, uh, oh, it was incredible. And, and the hall was virtually sold out. And so they're going from this Big performance there, and and I'll rehearse with them Monday, Wednesday, and then we're performing. On so Thursday. it's three three musicians it's then, or? and also Jenny Hogan, who okay. is a soprano. Um, oh, and our our program is um, Rebecca Clark, piano trio, uh, and she is I, I would call her uh, a composer. Well, she composed this piece in 1921, and she's British, and she was not recognized for her talent and her amazing trio especially this one she actually Hmm. entered it into a competition and didn't win the first prize undeservedly it should have been first prize (laughs) right (laughs) because actually the the um, organizer of the contest asked her to um, compose a piece for him he was so appreciative of her talent it was one of those things she's an underserved composer Mm -hmm. and she's not even recognized in in history books or or you know encyclopedias of composers so um, I'm very excited to bring this piece to light and to um, activate it and, and premiere mm-hmm. it at this at this concert on Thursday. And then Jenny Hogan is singing a group of uh, songs by Rebecca Clark as well. Okay. And then the, uh, the concert ends with the Robert Schumann trio, which is full of uh, pathos. And uh, he, he was a troubled composer, m- mental issues. And you can, mm. that's brought out in this, in this trio. Uh, and also triumphant because the, uh, there's a, a lot of emotion. I'll just say a lot of emotion mm-hmm. in this in this trio. Um, 
Yeah, so that's Thursday. And if I may piggyback yeah, a little bit yeah, too, please. one kind of interesting feature of the festival this year is with the Schumann piece that Bethel mentioned, mm. um, we have uh, three painters that are students of Bethany Lutheran College, and they're going to be doing improvised paintings. At the same time? At the same time. That's cool. So the idea is, is that we're going to kind of set their easels up so that they're facing the musicians, but the audience is looking over their shoulder, but mm -hmm. they can't see each other's paintings. So they know what piece it is, and they can listen to it and familiarize ahead of time, but they're going to start from a blank canvas and take the 30 minutes to paint their pieces. And then we can kind of compare at the end of the piece and what they felt and what they felt like painting. Because that'll so, come out in their paintings, exactly. right? Yep. Yep. So just pure blank slate. They're going to listen. They're going to react and see what happens on the canvas after that. And you did say that these artists have listened before. They have the ability to listen beforehand yes. to the pieces. Yes. So, so we've told them <gasps> what piece that we, we want them to react to. And, and that Schumann piece is so dramatic. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> wow. incredibly dramatic. There's, you know, really high highs and low lows and and um so it should give them a lot to react to right um but uh yeah it's a grand experiment that we've never done before but i think <laughs> it should be a pretty neat uh neat feature and as a composer do you do you have the ability to listen i would only assume to to a piece like that and then have discussions with other people about what you felt and, and a little and bit how yeah, a, a little everybody bit. gets I mean, something different, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. And, um, you know, sometimes it's difficult to try to avoid being a little bit too um, critical isn't quite the right word, but mm -hmm. practical, you mm -hmm. know, in, in when you're talking to those things about, you know, just looking at the structure of the piece as opposed to the, the emotion of the piece, you know, trying to balance those ideas. Ah. Um, so um, at least for me, that that's sometimes sometimes the practical brain takes over. A little <laughs> time. All of this is happening just on day one. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's day one. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And, and so what's coming up on the ninth then? Yeah. So I, we're so excited about the, the young artist concert on the 9th um, and it's in the evening just as a Thursday one is 7 p.m. in the evening and then, uh, Friday the young artists are Minnesota musicians high schoolers who have uh, come by referral and okay. also with a re record of success mm -hmm. so these are Minnesota's finest young talent um, wow and we have a different group every year and we have let's see a violinist a cellist oboe a pianist and classical saxophone. Classical saxophone. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of All variety. from different places, right? So they don't, they don't know each other Correct. coming in. Yeah. All Minnesota yeah. kids, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, although I think one is a, a brother's siblings, right? Yes. Yeah. I think oh, there's a, cool. a pair of brothers there. Yep. And um, anyway, so this is uh, wonderful to just listen to the awesome talent that Minnesota has in their youth. And it's to encourage them, too, for future. Mm -hmm. yeah. And... Uh, and we pay them, you know, small stipend so they can use that for scholarship. Right, uh, and I think there is something study. important in us bringing our children to see that. Yes, yeah. right. Because if you're not exposed to it, and then you don't see people that look like you doing that, yeah. how can I do that? The resumes are already unbelievable. Like, <laughs> like I, I think all of them, but one, are 17 years old, wow. and just the performances that they've already had, and those you know with whom they've studied with, it, it's just really incredible. So I think it's going to be. Very, very strong. Yeah. I just yeah, say Minnesota is so great for the arts yeah. mm -hmm. and, and the training they get here. It's just amazing. Yeah.
Yeah. And I don't know if this is a, a good time to bring this up too, because it, we, we kind of pair these two things together because they're, they're sort of the, the youth opportunities, if you will, of our, our festival. But, um, but just to be clear, this is going on all week, but we're also introducing the mm-hmm. student art competition, um, it's called. And so um, this is sponsored by the um, Anderson um, uh, Sudebeck uh or from the Mankato Area Foundation. Okay, um, sure. And so are, are sponsoring this. Um, and basically, um, uh, this is open to any high school student in the eight-county area surrounding Mankato. Um, and so we sent them materials and students uh, applied. Um, and so it's a, actually a visual arts competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to set this up around the chapel. Um, and so during intermission, before, after concerts, our audience will be able to kind of wander around the space and, and enjoy this, you know, this... Um, young artist visual art uh, as well Um, and then it's uh, they're competing essentially for scholarship money for prize money there's a audience choice award um, and um, yeah just just lots of opportunities for them too in a a great way to sort of beautify our performance space and get more you know families and students involved in the festival perfect perfect Uh, trio of trios trio of trios trio of trios yes on Sunday so it is what it is what it says it's a (laughs) trio uh, three pieces, um, and they're all trios, um, which means groups of three people, but they're all different musicians. We have uh, clarinet, violin, piano is one. Mm-hmm. If I can remember this. Uh, oboe, clarinet, and piano. The only common denominator is a piano. And then there's a violin, cello, and piano. And the musicians are, um, again, there's... You're on piano. I'm on the I'm, I'm going to say piano. that. <laughs> I can say that out loud. Yeah, and, and the violinist and the cellist are from Minnesota Orchestra. And the oboist and the clarinetist are husband and wife, and they are with the SPCO. Oh, fun! Yeah. So, um, and it's yeah, it's um, hmm, what can I say about it? So it's interesting music, but different, very, very different composers, and you know what, what you would hear on Thursday night, because uh, there's Destiny, a composer I had never played before, and Stravinsky, oh. a very iconic, kind of quirky piece uh, for uh, that's the clarinet. Uh, violin and piano and then we're ending with a grand one of the most difficult piano trios by Mendelssohn D minor oh wow Mendelssohn piano trio um and it's fabulous it's a fabulous piece that's, that's all I can say about it well people yes. have to come out and see I mean and to get tickets I understand that the this one night is free Right, yeah, the young artist one is free. I'll let Benji talk about yeah, yeah, prices sure. Here. Um, so uh, tickets are are twenty dollars for general admission, and then we have um, student tickets available for five dollars. Um, or um, folks can pick up a festival pass for thirty five dollars, which covers everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also hope people join us for a kind of a meet and greet and reception um, after the concert on Sunday. We'll have refreshments, and you can meet the artists and and the student artists, and we'll be announcing the art awards and all that stuff on Sunday. Oh, well, fun so, yeah okay is there a place that we can go to get more information as far as uh times and and where we need to be and absolutely um so our website is promusicamn.com um, and um and so all of our ticketing information is there and then also we'll have tickets available at the door as well if anybody wants to just show up and and take a seat and so what is pro musica doing after this i'm sure this took a long time to put together we've been working <laughs> on it and here we go we're gonna we're gonna come out and we're gonna uh, see the whole festival Festival and yeah, we, we kind of plan right away for the right. next year. Okay, um, and and we are also gearing up for our our series, which is uh, starts in September. Okay, um, actually, it's in October, isn't it? I think it's October. in October. October. <laughs> All right, uh, which the series of concerts uh, is in New Ulm at Martin Luther College. Okay, 
Um, yeah, and we have several concerts throughout the year. Hopefully, you'll come back and tell me about those as I well. Would love to, yeah, on the different hat. <laughs> on the different hat, yeah. yeah. I mean, put the different hat on, and then MSO starts back up. September. Yeah. Okay. Oh gosh, you're going to be busy it's in the fall. Busy, yeah. <laughs> Holy cats. All right. Well, I'm going to put the link to that uh, Pro Musica underneath this on the show notes over on KTOE.com if anybody's interested to go off and, and please purchase tickets and go see some chamber music. Thank you for bringing yeah. the music to us. Uh, it's really fun and interesting um, and a great conversation today with Bethel and Benji coming in from Pro Musica. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank, Thank you. you, Lisa. It's a pleasure. Mm-hmm.